Section 71 of Lives of the Most Remarkable Criminals Who Have Been Condemned and Executed for Murder, the Highway, Housebreaking, Street Robberies, Horning, or Other Offenses, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon lives of the most remarkable criminals who have been condemned and executed volume one edited by arthur l hayward section seventy one the life of vincent davis a murderer it is an observation made by some foreigners and i'm sorry to say there's too much truth in it that though the english are perhaps less jealous than any nation under the heavens yet more men murder their wives amongst us than in any other nation in europe vincent davis was a man of no substance and who for several years together had lived in a very ill correspondence with his wife often beating and abusing her until the neighbors cried out shame but instead of amending he addicted himself still more and more to such villainous acts conversing also with other women and at last buying a knife he had the impudence to say that the knife should end her in which he was as good as his word for on a sudden quarrel he stabbed her to the heart for this murder he was indicted and also on the statute of stabbing when one thrust or stabs another not then having a weapon drawn or who hath not then first stricken the party stabbing so that he dies thereof within six months after the offender shall not have the benefit of clergy though he did it not of malice aforethought blackstone of both of which on the fullest proof he was found guilty when davis was first committed he thought fit to appear very melancholy and dejected but when he found there was no hopes of life he threw off all decency in his behavior and to pass for a man of courage showed as much vehemence of temper as a madman would have done rattling and raving to every one that came in saying it was no crime to kill a wife and in all other expressions he made use of behaved himself like a fool or a man who has lost his wits than a man who had lived so long incredibly in a neighborhood as he had done excepting in relation to his wife but he was induced with the hopes of passing for a bold and daring fellow to carry on this scene as long as he could but when the death warrant arrived all his intrepidity left him he trembled and shook and never afterwards recovered his spirits to the time of his death the account he gave of the reason of his killing his wife in so barbarous a manner was this that a tailor's servant having kept him out pretty late one night and he coming home elevated with liquor abused her upon which she got a warrant for him and sent him to new prison after this the prisoner said he could never endure her she was poison to his sight 
and the abhorrence he had for her was so great and so strong that he could not treat her with the civility which is due to every indifferent person much less with that regard which christianity requires of us towards all who are of the same religion so that upon every occasion he was ready to fly out into the greatest passions which he vented by throwing everything at her that came in his way by which means the knife was darted into her bosom with which she was slain notwithstanding the barbarity which seemed natural to this unhappy man the cruelty with which he treated his wife in her last moments the spleen and malice with which he always spoke of her and the little regret he showed for having imbued his hands in her blood but yet he had an unaccountable tenderness for his own person and employed the last days of his confinement in writing many letters to his friends and treating them to be present at his execution in order to preserve his body from the hands of the surgeons which of all things he dreaded and in order to avoid being anatomized he affronted the court at the old bailey at the time he received sentence of death intending as he said to provoke them to hang him in chains by which means he should escape the mangling of the surgeon's knives which to him seemed ten thousand times worse than death itself thus confused he passed the last moments of his life and with much ado recollected himself so as to suffer with some kind of decency which he did on the thirtieth of april at the same time with the last mentioned malefactor End of section 71 Recording by John Brandon